News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, we're going to do our best with this, but there may be a warning here for little tiny ears because it is the run-up to Christmas and Santa is coming and we're all looking forward to that, no doubt. But in some households, not all, he does send on ahead his scout, who is the elf on the shelf, just to see what's going on in the household and make sure all the boys and girls are behaving themselves in a good way and that uh, they remain on the nice rather than the naughty list coming up to Christmas. Um, But our next guest says she's not sure that she really likes the elf on the shelf with his... (laughs) His surveillance of our families and our households. And Joanna Fortune, psychotherapist and author of 15 Minute Parenting, joins us now. Joan, you're not necessarily a fan. You don't mind the mischievous aspects of the elf on the shelf, but the elf on the shelf with his beady eye on us all, you're not so keen on that. Oh, not keen at all. I'm, I mean, I'm not just a little bit not a fan. I wouldn't be a fan of the elf on the shelf at all. For that reason, I do think, Kira, like you said, some families can engage with it in a really playful, creative way. And that's really all the shelf does is get up to a bit of mischief and it's a bit of fun. But in some houses, if you were using the elf as it's intended to be used, he's there to monitor, to feedback to Santa, to keep an eye and tell if there's been any naughty or bad behavior going on. And that I'm not a fan of because I just think it's it's incongruent with the essence of Christmas. I think, you know, that we really have to preserve magic of Christmas and that starts with respecting our children. Okay, I think, but, but yeah. Joanne, and, and, I, and I hear what you're saying, but, but let me put the counter argument, which is that that's a very <laughs> heavy interpretation of it. And there's always been the naughty list and the nice list. So it's always been, Santa has always been, to some extent, interested in the behaviour of the boys and girls coming up to Christmas. And I know my own children when they were, were young and Santa would be on his way. I, and you're not going to like this, Joanne, but I used to have to <laughs> ring Santa quite a lot, particularly about mm. one of my children who knows which one he is, and talk to him and say, listen, there's an issue here, Santa, because there's been a bit of misbehaving and, you know, I don't know what to do. And I would have to feed back some information to Santa at times. Is, are you saying that was absolutely crap parenting? <laughs> when have you ever said, heard me say that? Sentence? No, I see, I know you wouldn't frame it, but I'm saying of myself. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I'm not a fan of calling or threatening to call or reporting back that behavior because I think that Santa is really interested in good, kind behavior. And actually, if we reframe this and what we are telling Santa is all the good and kind things, we are conditioning and orienting our children to behave in a way to elicit that response from us. Whereas when, and think about this, children are marketers dream, right? But Christmas now starts before the pumpkins have hit the compost. Mm, true. It I, is I will really confess extended, to you. prolonged Period. I will confess to you, and I should point out that my youngest child is 13, but an elf did appear in my kitchen yesterday. Even before I knew I was going to be talking to you, there is an elf and he, he, was, he was watching us over dinner. He, he's I don't actually think quite that sinister. To be as confessional as that just sounded, Kira. I think that you can be very playful. I did ask her. my family over dinner, did they feel like they were being watched? And it launched into a very weird conversation about counter surveillance in Israel and all sorts of things that I wasn't expecting. Well, uh, and none, of, and none, no, and none of them had noticed the elf at that, at that point. But, but uh, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but I, I suppose because I'm, I'm a little bit, my kids are a little bit older, it, are sanctions gone altogether? Is it, are we never allowed to have little sanctions for our, our, our children anymore? Is it all? all about just the nice touchy-feely stuff. 
But I think it depends on how we view sanctions, because actually, if I tell you right now and everyone listening, whatever you do, do not think of an elephant. Of course, that's what you think of. But if I tell you I'd really like you to think of a horse right now, I'm more likely to elicit the behavior I want to see from you by being really clear about what I want to see. And Christmas, while being about children, is also about magic and imagination. And using imagination enables children to develop, their um, improve on their impulse controls, reasoning skills skills, patience, develop that all-important emotional self-regulation. So actually, parents can look at this in a way of utilizing the authentic magic of Christmas but to invest in children's the development. the of magic? He runs through the, the packets of flour, he upends the tea bags, he does all sorts of things, and he reports back to Santa. Is that not like, the, you know, the swings and the roundabouts? He does lots of fun stuff that we enjoy, like he puts other elves into the... The, the coffee percolator or the blender and he does all kinds of mad things but equally he does this other like I, is it not all part of the magic of Christmas is the naughty list gone is that what you're basically saying I think it is. I think it is gone. I think all par- well we do as parents is undermine ourselves when we talk about it because no matter how the behaviour is over the month and there's always a reason, bear in mind again I was saying how hyper-stimulating Christmas is, I think that no matter how challenging behaviour is, Santa is coming because Santa is currently really, really busy yeah, so getting busy. those lists and toys and everything organised for children. So Santa's coming. All we do is undermine ourselves and in making the threat we unnecessarily further amplify the anxiety of children who are singing songs and sparkling lights and lots of things better for parents to break down the Christmas season into one tangible task a week that you're going to focus on as a family that may be decorating the house one week it may be doing letters and cards another week it may be you know gift wrapping presents and singing songs a third week but you're going to break it down and structure it so that you're co-regulating I, 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 do, I do want to get to just your advice for, for, for sort of parents before before you go or or for little people about elves mm. you know but just what you said there do you really believe that do you really believe what what i think you just said there is that elves elves on shelves contribute to childhood anxiety because that seems to me to be a, 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 with respect a kind of an overreach no, no, I, I think if it's said like that, which I didn't say it like that, Sorry, it could and, and, be and, and interpreted not, that way. Um, but I think as well, don't forget, we're talking about this because I wrote an answer to a letter from a parent whose child was expressing anxiety as soon as the elf was coming back into the house okay. and didn't want the elf there. And I think you have to think about this from the perspective of children, not adults and parents who love the creativity and showcasing their elf's creativity every night of what he's up to in different houses. For children, the idea that they are being watched and that Santa will hear about what they do, for some children, that is contributing okay. to okay. an anxious no, response. No, that, that's fair. And so lastly, your, your advice, Joanne, what, what would you say people should do? I think if you're going to have your elf, and a lot of parents contacted me after this article and said they agree, but they feel under pressure in school because a lot of peers are having them. Be extremely clear and boundaried about how your elf is there and the conditions under which that elf is staying in your house, which is only to report on good and kind behavior, is only to be playful, silly and mischievous. And there is no other negative reporting function associated with him. I think as well, understand that Christmas is a hyper 
stimulating experience for children and find creative, playful ways to break it down into manageable steps. And if you don't want an elf in your house, it's okay to say to your children that every family celebrates Christmas in a different yes. way and has different traditions ah, right. and that one of your traditions does not involve the elf. You have other things that you do. Look, That's fine as well. Look, thank you for speaking to us about all of that this morning. That is Joanna Fortune, who did not say I was a, a, a crap parent. She did not. I said I was a crap parent because, as I say, I had to ring Santa quite a lot. Uh, psychotherapist and author of 15 Minute Parenting. Let us know what you think about it. Are you someone who has an elf? What does your elf get up to? Do they monitor? Do they Are they part of a, a a surveillance operation within the house or or are they just about the mischief? 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.